Ladies and gentlemen, oh, good God, Wesley Snips, the man, the lobster, the myth, the legend, one-armed Jack, they call him, they don't. Um, look, guys, hey, it's a freaking, oh, God, it's Wednesday, God knows it's Wednesday, oh, the, um, oh, they the bloody mics up there, get rid of that, that's fine, see, better now, oh, took me off the bloody show last time, disgrace, oh, that light isn't even on, it's fine. It'll all be okay. It's okay. Hey, um, listen, guys, Wednesday morning, yeah, probably fine. It usually is. Anyway, I'm not actually here. This is all a lie. It's a social construct. It is a, a ruse, uh, an evil an evil uh, ploy, a myth. No, I'm actually down in Brighton doing some freelance work because I've got to holler for that dollar, make the money to uh, pay off the developers to finish the app. So I'm pre-recording this Tuesday night. Or it's it's now in my time. I'm doing this live now, uh, but uh, I'm 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 doing it. It's here. It's going to be. You know, you'll be watching this on YouTube or Facebook live as it takes place, as it's happening. Um, in in whatever dimension you're in, whatever part of this cursed hollow earth uh, you choose uh, unwisely to tune in from, and. Obviously, you'd be on, you know, threshold as well. And, you know, or if you listen to the podcast, whatever. Anyway, guys, look, we're here. We're queer. You'll never take our Second Amendment rights. Ladies and gentlemen, it's coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Lobsters. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Threshold.fm, welcome to Coffee and Memes, welcome to fucking reality, it's here to stay, whether you like it or not, you sexy alien bitch. Um, there's all sorts of uh, good shit going on, um, oh god, there's good stuff going on, woman seeks help from tattoo fixers to cover anal tattoo, bit of fun. Uh, Going to go get into that hunt for mysterious tiny horse with a pink mane, only spotted at night. Keen to find out what's going on there. Ethical taxidermist. Uh, only stuffs roadkill as she doesn't want to kill animals uh, for a hobby. I wasn't re- <laughs> realised that was how it worked. Uh, look, we will get into this intimidating. I don't know why I did that. that that's pretty camp. Uh, woman says this intimidating telephone pole. Now, you know, I don't want to uh, you know, uh, break, God, but look, it's not like a telephone pole with like racist stuff written on it or anything like that. It's literally just a telephone pole. Uh, so fun to get into that. Uh, don't know if I can be asked with this twats. Anyway, British transport police's April Fool's joke, uh, backfires, um, about smelly food ban. Uh, this is old news and it's by Tom Whitten. I'm not getting into it. Anyway, long story short, they said they were going to make smelly food illegal and people just lapped up that sort of authoritarian 
fascist bully boy behavior oh i couldn't get it they just couldn't get enough of it they're like oh i saw this man this fucking man man spreading he was he was eating a tin of tuna oh they should lock him up that should be against the law they should chop his hand off they chop that his tuna eating hand off the disgusting um man man old man cut cut him off cut bits of him off uh feed him to i don't know feed him to bears man 54 uh, who has visited more than 500 pubs says beer is a secret to eternal youth um cool i'm interested to know about that uh, a bit of florida man stuff what do you want to find out actually couldn't find out about this florida man arrested after aggressively eating handfuls of pasta <sighs> i want to know where the crime is and florida man threatens to kill man Man killing man uh, with kindness. He threatens to kill man with kindness. And by that, he means a machete with the word kindness written on it. So, bit fun. And a good bit of listener mail about foot fetish. Um, it's, it's sex robot. It's all in there. It is all in there. So, I'm thinking of, guys, hey, listen. Lobsters. Uh, a couple of new bits. I'm thinking about a segment uh, that would be a pre-recorded segment because I've got the green screen set up now, so I can have a bit of fun with it. Uh, a pre-recorded segment, which is the working title of it is Unfuckable White People Do the Darndest Things. And I found, uh, I mean, uh, God, there's no shortage. <laughs> there really is no shortage. From those eco-sexual motherfuckers from the other week that are basically just putting earth in their pants, sticking daffodils up their bums in order to raise awareness or something. Like... I do, like I, I do think that it is possible to take a good cause and do something stupid and put people off it, like those uh, the dads. What were that? Fathers for Justice, good cause. Fathers for Justice, like legit. You know they are some legit good points. But dressing up as a superhero and climbing onto Buckingham Palace or anything, just doing annoying stuff like that, winds people up. Also, anything that involves blocking transport, like um, God, there were some, I can't remember, there were some other ones. I feel like they might have been men's rights activists as well. <sighs> Bless them. Uh, did something that involved like, you know, chaining themselves to a train in rush hour. Like you can't do anything that would put off people from your, you know, fathers for justice cause or whatever better than disrupting their morning to work, more the you know, their journey to work. Um. What else? That's you're right. That fine. Yeah, got shoe throwers are plenty. Um, although I haven't actually recorded that bit yet, I'm going to splice it all together. Um, it's again giving up the ruse here that this is actually technically a pre-record. Um, anyway, uh, this is the um, this is going to be the first record of the show.
Wow. That sure was a great record. Lobsters. Uh, woman seeks help from tattoo fixers to cover anal tattoo. This is a hot bit. I'm a fan of this. Uh, the show tattoo fixers in general, I am, I'm, I'm dead keen on. They're, they're enough some fun on there. Was Frankie Kokodamol, Frankie Kokosa on there? Um, he was the one. He was on the X Factor. He's from Brighton. He's a cheeky chappy. Smells of coins. And uh, I, oh no, he just had a load. He had a load of girls' names tattooed on his ass from a, a, I don't know a, a, a couple of weeks in Shagaloof or something. Married now. I, saw, I was in a pub and I saw him on that program. Not the Undateables. It might have been the Undateables actually. No, celebs go dating. Same thing effectively. And he was. It was an awful looking date. It, I felt so bad for the girl. Um, and they were just the crew were getting him to do more and more shots to try and liven it up. It was rough. Anyway, I saw her leaving alone in a cab afterwards, and uh, then he just ran off with his mates. Um, actually, sweet guy. When I've uh, had bumped into him and spoken to him about very little, generally, it's generally about asking him where he was getting his gear from, um, or I think I've taxed a fag off him once. No, someone else getting Rizzlers. Anyway, every time I've seen him, he's been on a roll through. God bless him. Love him. Hope all the best. All the best to him, his uh, wife and kids. He's married now. Anyway, look, this um, lass here, woman seeks help from tattoo fixers uh, to remove anal tattoo. Now, look, I'm just going to cut to the chase. Where's the tattoo? There it is. Beautiful. What an absolute romper stomper of a tattoo that is. So for anyone listening on the podcast or the radio, uh, it is she is a young lady and tattooed on one butt cheek is the words, I love anal. Uh, just small, about the size of um, maybe maybe the size of half a king skin. Uh, I love anal in a nice sort of cursive. Um, beautiful. Uh, that is just... And it is lovely stuff. Absolutely. There's a video here as well. Um, she's a canny lass. Um, she's Anyway, she's got it covered up. Uh, Jack Massey of the Loud Bible reports, 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 reports. He says, don't you just hate it when you get a tattoo so mortifying and you have to go on a TV program in or, uh, to show it to everyone in order to get it fixed? I mean, you could not go on the TV program. It's not like the law or anything. Pain in the ass, isn't it? Ha-ha. Uh, particularly in the case of Sam, who appeared uh, on... Last Thursday's episode of Tattoo Fixers on E4. Felt like it warranted that. Uh, like the majority of guests on the show, she thought a tattoo would be a laugh uh, while she was on holiday, but grew to regret it over the time. I think that's a fucking great tattoo. Uh, genuinely, like some of my worst, undoubtedly ill-advised tattoos are my favourite. Like, I've got Henfield for life, spelt wrong, on the back of my leg. Jim from Rankin Radio did that to me as a birthday present. I will say that's the sort of thing that happens when you live next door to and get drunk with people that own tattoo equipment. Uh, what else have we got? I mean, it's all on this one leg. Uh, I've got a family of foxes glowering at some soap, which is from a Vic Reeves drawing. Got a, just duck. I mean, it's a really crude drawing of a duck with a bandana, and it says duck, but spelled D-U-Q. That is, again, where I've fallen victim of um, living next door to someone with tattoo equipment who you regularly get drunk with above that is a my little pony uh with laser beams coming out of it um uh sort of starting a fire i got that in new york and i did at the time i didn't i wasn't aware of the brony phenomenon uh i didn't know that such thing existed um god that could that could easily be unfuckable white people do the darndest things 
no problem there. And talking of ponies, the first one I'm covering is a pony party. <laughs> Fucking hell. You've got to see the state of these. Oh, the state of these white folk. Whoo wee. Damn. Um, yeah, anyway, you've got this My Little Pony tattoo. And I'm going through JFK Airport a couple of days later. And um, a fella runs up to me. Um, gay lad, lovely lad, and uh, he was like, "Oh my god, you've got a, you've got a, a, a little pony." That's that's. And looked at it and realised that the colouring of it is it's not actually like a legit one. I just picked whatever colours. I didn't realise how much of a bloody thing it was. That's oh, which one is that? And I was like, "I do it's my little pony. It's got laser beams coming out of its eyes." Thought it'd be a laugh. And like, oh, oh, and was sort of quite appalled at it. It's like because I'm a total brony. Honestly, I've seen all of the episodes. I didn't know what a brony was. And I was just like, all oh, right, okay, yeah, cool. I was pissed, thought it'd be a laugh. And honestly, he looked at me like I was subhuman scum. Like, how dare you? I, he literally, he looked at me like I'd got some sort of religious symbolism for a religion that I had only heard about in passing that I had no affiliation towards or like a, a gang tattoo and I wasn't in the gang. Like, literally, that is what it was like. Or, I don't know, like I got a hammer and sickle tattoo and some some ungodly twat had come up and gone, yeah, yeah, cool, bro, I'm a communist too, yeah. Anyway, I I think it's, I think we should all have communism. It's brilliant. Anyway, I've got a trust fund. And um, I, don't, I don't actually know what communism is. I just thought I'd get it as a laugh. That doesn't, that's not quite an equivalent. I don't know. Anyway, look, this anal tattoo, Christ. Uh, yeah, so there's a video of that. God bless her. Uh, I'd like, she's a def, 100% confirmed Coffee and Memes Good Times girl. Uh, here she goes. It That's the bum now. Yeah? Yeah. Sam! Hello. Can we have a look? Oh, Looks good. So it's a tiger and teacup. At least now you can get your groove back. Yeah. You never know, you might get to do more of your favourite thing. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you still love it, just you're not going to advertise it to the world all the time, are you? Yep. It's a little no. secret again. Secret now. <laughs> what a secret. <laughs> what a secret. <laughs> it's not a secret now, is it? You've been on national TV. I mean, it was a pretty decent secret. I mean, literally, how many people got to see, you, see your ass with the I love the anal tattoo? Presumably only the people that were about to conduct the anal sex with you. So they're the only... I mean, I don't know how many of them were. Uh, how many of them there are could be one a day for all I know, but now literally millions of people have seen it. Oh, this is, just, this is my little secret. I could just go and you know I can go and about and do it, and you know I can have all the anal sex I want, and uh, people will not know whether or not I love it. <laughs> I mean, I would hope that the people that you're doing it with know that you love it, not just like callous indifference. No one likes that. God, anyway, she's got a sort of um, a little tiger and a teacup. Don't know how she chose that. Um, but that covers it up quite nicely. Um, got a nice bum. So, yeah, bit fun, isn't it? <laughs> she looks fucking hilarious. I definitely would like to have a party with her. I reckon she is an absolute hoot. She says, it affects me. It's embarrassing. Fortunately, then for Sam, the message has now been obscured by a tiger and a teacup for some reason. <laughs> Good, right, fine. Sam said the cover-up was worth the pain. Uh, which is presumably how she feels about anal too. <laughs> Lobsters. Jake Massey just absolutely on fire with this one. She concluded the original tattoo would now be a little secret. Uh, clearly misunderstanding how the program works. Yep, 
God, look, I've covered all of this, Massey. Uh, but hey, it could be worse. You could forget. Uh, who could forget the bloke who thought he would uh, never have sex again after he had his crotch area transformed into a Henry the Hoover? Wow. Let, come on. Where is he? Da-da, da-da. Guy's crotch tattoo is so bad he fears he'll never have sex again. I don't know, man. People, pff, you're otherwise a good-looking guy. Let's have a look. Oh, yes, mate. Oh, that is incredible. Yeah, so he has a Henry that he has everything. You pff, fucking hell, just have sex with the lights off, mate. You'll be all right. What are you going to do about that? I mean, uh, what's... Uh, so what's... what's the, okay, look, let's get into it. Uh, this is from 2016. Dang. 7,000 shares. Not bad, Liam Bond. Probably uh, probably RIP in terms of lab Bible journalist. Now, not dead, just as maybe he's got a real job. I don't know. Remember last week when we brought you, oh, the worst tattoos of 2016 awards? Oh, God. Um, Lewis Flint, 21, from Grimsby. Gutted. I uh, thought it would be a good idea to get a tattoo of a Henry the Hoover on his crotch when he was 16. Who did that? They should send whoever that is to, I don't know. Tattoo prison or something. Uh, it wasn't Lewis. It really was. Uh, it wasn't Lewis. It really wasn't. What? 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 I don't understand the sentence. Uh, he got. Oh, okay. Sorry. He thought it would be a good idea to get a tattoo of Henry the Hoover on his crotch when he was sixteen. It wasn't Lewis. It really wasn't a good idea. As you can imagine, the shocking tattoo is hindering his ability to have a relationship. If I'm being honest, mate, you probably don't deserve one getting such a shite tattoo. Well, luckily, Liam Bond, you're not the fucking arbiter of who gets to have or have not a relationship and who deserves one. Jesus, you authoritarian madman. Lobsters. Uh, when I got it done, uh, when I first got it done, age 16, I couldn't stop getting it out, I bet. Uh, I've got loads of attention, and I was a bit of a local hero. I loved it. Um, but I was with a girl recently, and I liked her, and things were going well until we got naked. And when she saw that, she said, what's that? I'm off. I was gutted. I never thought I would regret my tattoo when I got it done. Well, maybe you just need to find a, a different girl. Maybe she's not the one for you, buddy. Clearly. I mean, if that's if a, a little thing, like a Henry the Hoover with your cock being the ho- the, the cord, the, the tube, the thing. Lobsters. Ah, uh, lobster overuse. Lobster button overuse today. You know, if, if she can't get over a little thing like that, She's probably not for you, mate. Come on, Lewis. Like, you need a girl that's got a bit more sense of humour. Look, I tell you, look, this other girl, Miss I Love Anal, and, you know, you can tell she's obviously game. She's obviously a game girl, so if she likes you, you're in for a fucking treat. Um... (laughs) Uh, Listen, you just got to find the right girl, brother. I want to follow up on him. It's been three years now. Maybe he's upgraded to a Dyson. Uh, Lewis reveals uh, that he chose to get the Henry tattoo over other ideas, which included a peeled banana and Superman. All really, really bad ideas. Again, uh, Liam Bond, not really for you to uh, call. It, you could say really bad ideas in your opinion, but you're talking you're talking in absolutes, mate. Not cool. Not cool. Uh, when I think about that night, the girl walked out. It does haunt me and puts me off showing it to other women in the future. I'll tell you what, fellas wouldn't have a problem with it, so maybe it's time to give gayness a try. Just saying, um, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't have a problem with it. So if it, you know, a hunky, hunky, strapping lad with good quads like this, like this gentleman, uh, Lewis, comes up with old Henry, I'd look Henry directly in the eye as I was honking it. Yeah, take that. 
say. Uh, laser is too painful for me to get rid of this tattoo, so I'm going to have to put up with it. Uh, you can watch Lewis's story on Body Shockers, Nips, Tucks and Tattoos, which is on Channel 4 three freaking years ago. Um, it'll make you feel better about your shit tattoos. Right. Okay. Well, actually, I feel fine about my shit tattoos. I don't need you. Lewis, but Liam Bond, who I'm glad clearly no longer works for the Lab Bible. Um, I don't need your approval about any aspect of my life. Thank God. Okay. Um, Anyway, is there anything more to get into with our gal? She's great, honestly. Um, I'm all about this lass. Oh, there's there is sort of more more to say here. Oh yeah. Um. Oh no, it's just sort of quoting the other bit. Uh, that's uh, that's yeah. No, that's it. Okay. The moral of the story is uh, just because you love something doesn't mean you should get a tattoo of it. Be it anal, Henry the Hoover, or Tommy Robinson. Wow, someone's got a Tommy Robinson tattoo. That's brave. Um, six hundred pound on a oh, bloody hell on the side of the arm like that. Okay, yeah, that's um, Christ, seventeen thousand shares on that one, uh, Tom Wood. Um, this guy geezer looks tough. He look, I would, I would not challenge him about that tattoo. I would merely leave that pub and realise I was in the wrong pub and go and drink somewhere else. Uh, oh, hey, bye. I think that's my cue to leave. Uh, okay, toodles, bye. Anyway, a hunt for mysterious tiny horse uh, with pink mane only spotted at night. Okay, uh, there have been several sightings of a tiny pony uh, with a pink mane, uh, but only at night. Okay, well, yeah, that is literally a picture of it right there. That's a tiny horse, got a pink mane. Why did not stop? I'll let the caption... Uh, is uh, the pictures from Facebook uh, Sevens Le Mini Cheval? So I presume it's in France. Uh, oh, it's uh, <laughs> there have been right, yep, yeah, several sightings, but only at night. The seemingly nocturnal creature has become an unlikely social media star as people try and track it down and rescue it from its apparently feral ways. Look, it seems to be doing fine. Why don't you just leave it alone? Okay, why don't you just fuck off? And you too, Jen Mills of the Metro. Why don't you leave the tiny, tiny pink-haired horse alone? The Facebook page, Save the Little Horse, <laughs> has been set up uh, with reports of any sightings. Is that Birmingham? Is that... No, I, I don't know. Uh, in all the pictures... Oh, it's in Canada. All oh, right, that's the Fr uh, French Canadians. Fine. Okay, good. In all the pictures, it has a bridle on. And a light pink mane. Maybe the owner just lets it out at night. It's responsible enough to go around, go about its tiny horsey business on its own. And again, why don't you just leave it alone? Canadians are mystified by the horse, as all attempts to track it down in Montreal have so far failed. Does it exist? Is it an elaborate prank? And that's one, one way. Yeah, one possibility. Where can we find the tiny pink horse to deliver it the polos? To deliver it the polos and hey. It deserves polos, polo mints. What? Oh, I don't know. Do we? Do you feed polos to horses? Polos? Deliver it the polos. Is it... It's appalling. A photo of the pony appeared uh, to have been posted first on Reddit, where Giles Bouchard said, "Oh, français, hi." I was walking on the island this morning and came across this very small horse. Anyone seen it? Yep, there's a picture of it. Small horse. Small horse with pink hair. Maybe it's some sort of uh, horsey social justice warrior. 
It's possible. Maybe it's out trying to smash the patriarchy. All right. Did you think about that? Did you think about it? Maybe it's trying to uh, de uh, destroy uh, systemic uh, sexism. All right, guys. Maybe you should just let the tiny little pink-haired social justice warrior horse go about its tiny pink-haired social justice warrior horsey business. Okay. Jesus. Fed up with this shit. This is not the libertarian paradise I asked for. I tried to approach him, uh, but he was scared and he left. Okay, is it definitely... You've assumed the gender of the horse. Big mistake. Um, he uh, has his owner lost it or what? Lost? Has his owner lost it? Lost him? If you're going to go with the gender, keep it... Keep the... I'm going to use the pronoun his and then it. Fucking hell. How come a helpless horse is alone in the park? How do you, why, like, he's obviously not helpless. Again, he's just going about his business. He's trying to, he's, he's trying to dismantle oppression. Okay, he's trying to smash the patriarchy. Let him get on with it. He's a male fem. Oh God, he's is. You're right. He's a, if it is a he, he's obviously a male feminist horse. You know what? They should clear him out. Round him up. <laughs> have him melted down for glue. <laughs> Sorry. No, before... It, honestly, it's only a matter of time before he sexually assaults a female horse. You've got to get rid of him. Seriously, melt him down. But take him to the scrap. You're taking him to the knacker's yard. And he's, you've got to have to, turn it, going to have to turn him into glue. Sorry. Anyway, there he goes on to say, uh, I need your help in capitals. If you see it, share the photo, please. Okay, how about if you see him, round him up, clear him up. I've really done a total U-turn on this horse, now that I've realised it's a male feminist. <sighs> uh, Giles says that he has been sent several photos of the pony, uh, which he has shared on Facebook in a bid to track it down. Spokesperson for the Society du Parc Jean Drapeau, which oversees all functions in Le saint Helena told CTV Montreal they had dispatched groundskeepers to actively look for traces of the animal. What would you trap a male feminist horse with? <sighs> copies of, uh, I don't know, copies of Riot Girl punk albums, uh, some Bukowski novels, um, a Smash the Patriarchy t-shirt, um, a, a Real Men Are Feminists t-shirt, something like that. In the, wait, I guess. And there are no signs so far from physical searches or CCTV. Hmm, very strange. Um, we remain on watch to find the animal uh, if it is still on the territory territory of Parc Jean Drapeau uh, Gabriel Melouche said uh, if it is there we will take all necessary measures to ensure the animal is safe and returned to competent authorities I can also confirm that there was no activity in Parc Jean Drapeau uh, that would justify the presence of the animal okay so they're sort of just washing their hands of it really aren't they who knows? Uh, no comments there, so no leads as of yet. If you or any of your, your buddies, yeah, any of your French-Canadian buds know where this little male feminist horse is, please get in touch with authorities because they need to clear him out. Yeah, they need to, they, he needs melting down. Okay, right, good. Anyway, more animal news. Ethical taxidermist only only stuffs roadkill, and she doesn't want animals to die for her hobby. I, look, I, I I like taxidermy; think it's a bit fun. My dad has an enormous collection. It's uh, pretty weird, actually, but you know, it's just my dad's pretty weird. What are you gonna do? 
however, I wouldn't realise that it was um, necessarily the tr- the trick or the vibe to deliberately kill the animals for tax. I, I imagine, yeah, that's that probably is is a thing. I you know, in this modern day though, tends to be pets, doesn't it? I would have thought. Um, it actually tends to get quite a bad reaction when people have their pets done because uh, it could be quite tragic because people, oh my cat's died. Um, you know, I'm mortified. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll get him stuffed and then it'll be like he's never left. Anyway, they get him stuffed. Turns out they don't really actually look anything like the, it's, they just look wrong. It's, and it's hard to put your finger on it. Why? They're just like, it just stuff's a bit off. Like, and it's, I don't know. It's like some sort of weird appropriation of your pet or a stuffed one. Like they, they just... I don't know. It just looks like it's been badly inflated. I mean, if you look, any normal person looking at it just goes, yes, taxidermy cat. But if it's your cat, you'd know, I guess. Megan Cunningham from Mississippi, US, once worked in the beauty industry, uh, but after seeing a taxidermy tutorial, she became more interested in creating looks for animals rather than people. Interesting. Uh, so the 38-year-old switched careers to become a taxidermist, someone who stuffs animal skins to create a lifelike effect. Uh, but Megan wanted to do it ethically. So she stopped going around stoving animals' heads in with a bat and decided to start using uh, <laughs> start using roadkill. Uh, so she left beauty school and began sourcing dead wildlife to begin her new hobby. The first dead animals Megan found were roadkill, uh, which she still uses frequently. Luckily for her, she lives near a farm where her husband Brian uh, so finding dead animals... With her husband, Brian. So finding dead animals to stuff isn't too difficult. Okay, this is where it gets fucking weird. Jesus Christ, look at that monstrosity. I just don't even know where to begin with it. It's a truly harrowing, cursed item. Oh, God. Okay, so to describe this to people who are just listening, it's a cat. I guess it is a cat. It was originally a cat. Uh, It certainly has a cat's head. Uh, but it stood on all f- it stood on its hind legs like a human, uh, but it has human hands, uh, human doll hands and human doll feet. Uh, it also has some sort of bondage strap across it. It's holding a whip. Uh, it has a very peculiar expression. It has eye makeup, and it has a doll's wig. <sighs> uh, the it is called kitten with a whip. Okay, so it is a kitten. Um, that is. <sighs> This easily falls under the category of unfuckable white people do the darndest things. Um, okay, she doesn't. Look, I, this is not a segment about whether or not I judge whether or not people are fuckable. This is. I mean, it's generally very. It's very obvious and clear. And I go, oh no, actually, yeah, no, I would. Yeah, no. Uh, okay, well, I just file this one under just white people do the darndest things. <sighs> Man, I yeah. Uh, anyway. My taxidermy career began by watching a video at a friend's house, explained Megan. I can't get over how fucking terrifying that is. Um, Being quite intrigued after watching the video, I began to figure out ways to find ethically sourced animals to reanimate in my own special way. I try to honour each animal uh, that crosses my table. I don't want them to just go in the bin. Well, if if an animal dies in nature, it doesn't go in the bin. It uh, it gets eaten by lots of other smaller creatures, goes into the earth, it's eaten by worms. That's the natural circle of life. Um, I guess if, even if you put an animal into landfill, that would still happen. So 
if anything, you're actually part of the problem. <laughs> you're, actually, you're actually preventing the circle of life the way that nature actually wanted it to go. If an animal dies, then a lot of other stuff gets to feast on it. But now, now that you're stuffing them, putting whips in their hands, fucking doll feet on them and making freaks out of them, I'm afraid you're actually doing them a disservice. You are part of the problem, Megan. You, <laughs> you white monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Megan. Oh, God bless you. I try to honour each of the animals that crosses my table. I don't want them to just go in the bin. I want to give them a new life and bring happiness to people through my artwork. Yes, okay, well, that's fine. Uh, the taxidermy process, which begins with skinning the animal, fleshing it, washing the animal, and preserving it with a compound element. Uh, then the hide must be stretched to a custom form. After the mounting process is complete, you have to wait for the hide to dry which can take up to three weeks, depending on the thickness of the fur and the temperature. I do not use commercial forms, uh, or if I do, I radically modify them to be true to my artistic vision. Uh, I wouldn't be happy uh, with a bobcat unless it was roller skating or flying through the air with antlers. Added Megan, in case she needs probably, probably needs to have a chat with someone. <laughs> uh, I then usually build sets and clothes to accentuate the piece. My dad would be all over these things, honestly. He's got an eight-legged lamb. That's a bit of fun. Um, and all other mad bollocks. Uh, Megan gave some of her early work to friends, uh, who then spread the message about her artwork. And she has since sold her pieces at markets and folk art festivals. That, uh, some of the eco-sexual lot would be all over this. Or actually, maybe they might quite find it quite triggering. It's hard to say. She has mounted animals such as roadkill possums, house cats, baby pygmy goats, and bobcats. She recently worked on a fetal pig from a wild boar. Good God. Um, people's reactions to my work are usually that of shock and awe. At first, uh, they are amazed that I created the piece, and then it's a real animal. The most difficult thing I deal with in my occupation is ignorance. Firstly, people are shocked that I, a woman, am responsible for the pieces of taxidermy. Uh, secondly, people are shocked that it's actually a dead animal. And thirdly, people are shocked that I procure the animals in an ethical way. It's all very deeply shocking stuff. Um, she added, my favourite pieces I've worked with uh, would be my carousel of squirrels. Well, I would think a carousel of squirrels is going to be anyone's favourite bit of work, really, isn't it? I really enjoy what I do, and I'm very fortunate I've created a niche for myself in the art world. That squirrel has got a cracking set of balls on him, I will say. <laughs> Uh, here are a few more of Megan's creations. So this squirrel with a massive nutsack uh, is carrying some weights like a circus strongman. The sort of black balls. It says 500 pounds each. I don't believe that that is an accurate reading of that weight as there's no way a squirrel could lift a 500 pound weight. Uh, here is a rabbit. It has wings and antlers and it is truly the stuff of nightmares. Uh, that I believe is a bobcat in roller skates. Uh, with a sort of cape and a lead. I assume you'd be able to pull that along. Uh, again, the stuff of nightmares. And here is a... Oh, it's a squirrel merry-go-round. Yep. Yep, see what they've done there. So it's like a horse-style merry-go-round, except the horses are taxidermy squirrels. And it's uh, quite a lot smaller. Um, again, harrowing harrowing wow okay right wow okay uh li it's little richard um but as a cat so it's got a sort of cape on hairpiece tash 
tiny piano, a microphone, and it's singing, uh, singing a song of some kind. I don't know any Little Richard songs off the top of my head. I'm aware of his work, roughly speaking. <sighs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, it's on a sort of little stand with lights around it. Bit of fun. Anyway, there she is. She's got. She's a nice-looking lass. Got a lot of tats. She's uh, sticking pins in a rabbit's face. And there's the kitten. No, the sort of squirrel. Uh, squirrel. Um, roundabout. Lovely stuff. Uh, God bless you, Megan Cunningham. Um, you are definitely win a spot as Coffee and Memes. Uh, good times, girl. Um, how about another record? Okay. <laughs>
wow, that was a record. A woman says that she will move out of UK over intimidating telephone pole. Woo-wee. I'm pretty keen to get into this. This uh, this has every um, every bit the angry people in local newspaper um, uh, makings of sorts. Claire Reid, Flat Bible, reports, 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 etc. Uh, a woman has said that she will move out of the UK uh, due to an intimidating telephone pole that has been erected outside her home. I mean, you could just move house. You don't have to leave the country. I mean, listen, look. No, it's just, you know, hang around. Hang around, babe. Uh, 56-year-old Sally Griffith uh, has hit out against the 25-foot pole. <laughs> Sally Griffith slams intimidating 25-foot pole. Drags pole on Twitter. Um, drags regressive leftist phone pole. <sighs> Um, ben Shapiro destroys <laughs> leftist telephone pole <laughs> uh, with facts and logic. Um, uh, ever take um, right? Okay, come on, sorry. Let's, let's, let's back up a little bit. Fifty-six-year-old Sally Griffiths hits out against the twenty-five-foot pole, even taking part in a sit-down protest. Bet no one gave a fuck about that uh, after it was placed outside her home in Wallasey Wirral. However, she told the Liverpool Echo she was threatened with arrest if she didn't stop the protest against the mast, uh, which was put up by BT last month. The mum of three now says she'll move to Egypt. It's a weird protest. Uh, if nothing is done about the pole, uh, which she says has left her living in fear of it toppling onto her home. I think this may be pretty hardy, those things. That's sort of the point. Uh, speaking to the paper, she said, I can't sleep at night anymore. It's affecting so many parts of my life. So tall, I feel threatened by it. Oh, God, it's so tall. Maybe if you weren't so bigoted towards tall things, literally, just because it's taller than you, okay, doesn't necessarily mean that it's evil. All right, I'm t- probably taller than you. I'm not evil. Well, no more than necessary. But look, yeah, it's massive compared to you. Massive. But. Pfft, God, look, it's it's probably making the broadband better or something, so just get over it. She added, I feel like it's going to fall on me every time it gets windy. I see the thing shaking, it could snap. I was up at five in the morning worried about this shit. I'm too old for this shit. Uh, On Thursday, as workmen were due to fit wires to the pole, Mrs Griffiths sat down and refused to let them. Uh, She was told by cops she could be arrested under the Trade Union Act. I'm gutted, she says. I didn't sleep last night. Uh, I felt like I didn't exist. You're standing in the way of progress, babe. Sorry. Now I think I'm going to rent my house out and just go back to my country of Egypt. I'm in the process of doing that. Uh, I don't feel like eating. And last night I went down to the beach and had a good old cry. It's not going to help, is it? Like, I mean, you could just move house if it was really that bad. I mean, but there must be some sort of assurances of that thing not falling down. Like, there must be... Look, if it's... The BT must have to follow some sort of health and safety protocol. Otherwise, they'd be falling into people's houses all the time. Literally, morning, noon and night, those things would come crashing down into people's bedsits, flats, maisonettes. It would be anarchy. And before you know it, we'd have no internet. They'd have banned the internet and everyone would move to Egypt. Spokesperson for the Merseyside Police told the paper, Merseyside Police can confirm officers were called to Field Road, Wallasey, uh, this afternoon, April the 18th, following reports of a woman obstructing some telecommunications work in the area. We moved the mad bent on, told her to go home. 
Uh, officers attended and spoke with all parties. The woman was given advice and left the area. No arrests were made. I think arrest her. I think arrest her. Throw her in the cells. Uh, and throw her in with, I don't know, some sort of uh, <clears throat> few few smackheads or something. They could uh, maybe beat her up a bit, inject her with smacks. She then becomes addicted to heroin. Um and then commit some crimes while in the cell. So then she's actually, then she's prosecuted for those. It actually goes to real prison. Our only way to survive is to join a gang. Before you know it, she is having to shank someone in the showers to get respect. You know, it's, uh, and she ends up joining the Aryan Nation, something like that. I mean, it'd make a good movie, wouldn't it? Make a, you know, just, just phone, phone pole, 25 foot phone pole. Before you know it, you're in a white supremacist prison gang. <sighs> fucking, you can have a rough afternoon. It can happen. Um, Mrs. Griffiths says that she found an alternative spot. The police could, uh, the poll could be placed. Another petition to have it removed. Currently has more than two hundred signatures, uh, but that as yet, uh, BT are not planning on relocating it. Well, we got six hundred thousand uh, against Article Thirteen. Did that do nothing? No. Six million. Uh, to try and revoke Article 50. No. Uh, so, good luck with your 200 signatures. That's all I'm saying. Look, get a Patreon. Just chop it down. Just go and chop it down. Like, you know, then they'll probably put it up in a different place. If you can do it undercover... I mean, obviously they know it's going to be you, but if they can't prove it... Or just chop it down and then just do the time. They're not going to sling you in the nick for chopping down a pole. You're going to get a fine... And then they're probably going to put an asbo on you or something, but they may put the pole up in a different place. Yeah. So, you know, if you if you want to do it properly, just do it properly. I haven't really something had her up. But there she is. There's the pole. It's a big boy. Um, that's about the size of it. Actually, you didn't really need it. Anyway, she looks pretty roused off. Um, I, you know what? I don't think she'd last five minutes in prison. So, who knows? Um. Put a big sign on it saying, bastard pole, um, go away. Uh, that I think Someone might take that the wrong way, though. Oh, I don't know. I have all the answers, do I? Look, I'm sorry. Um, listen, here is Listener Mail. Send me any bollocks that you have on your mind. Send me any bollocks that you can find. Even if that bollocks that you have on your brain. It's totally fucking insane. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, indeed. It's Listener Mail. Um, it's Listener Mail where I read out the uh, rabid, insane nonsense that you send me. Uh, and I love it dearly. Uh, if you want to send me Listener Mail, send it to will at threshold.fm. Use your smartphone or tablet device or your desktop computer. Or go to a local internet cafe. Uh, this is from sure, Big Shawnee Simpson. He says, I well, not sure what you think of these. Uh, on one hand, weird as fuck. The other, uh, feet flinging potential. Um, the uh, item in question are this. Foot fetish fans can buy silicone feet with built-in vaginas to simulate foot sex. All right, well, I think a lot about them. I think about them all the time. Um, God almighty. The weirdest thing for me, right, it's, I'm, you know, I'm not, surprised that they exist i think they probably could have done a little bit 
but, uh, I don't know about the toenails. Maybe they paint them or something. Like that. So that's something you can do do yourself. My, the weirdest thing for me is the position of the vagina. They are in the actual legs. So if you, for those listening, imagine your legs are tubes with your feet at the bottom. Chop the it off in mid shin, and insert vagina where shin bone would be. I look. I guess if someone just showed me the original picture of the feet and went, okay, so these, they've got a vagina built in. I would assume that it would be, the vagina would be like in bet- in the soles where the two feet meet. So you've got your feet together and then, because you could, I mean, you do see in in, in the prawn, in the foot, foot, foot porn, that's sort of what they do, yeah? Put the feet together, a little bit of a gap, you know, put the penis through there. It's not really for me, but it, I'm aware that it happens. I would imagine, I would have thought that that's where you would put it. But no, they've decided to stick it in the legs. And so basically, it's got two vaginas. Like, you're doubling up. What's that? So you and your mate can go in at the same time? You don't... One for weekends, one's for... Or do you wear what? If you wear one of them out? Or are they different sizes, different shapes, depending on what sort of mood you're in? Like, yeah, fancy, fancy a bit of a big sloppy one these days. Yeah, I just woke up in the morning, just fancied a big sloppy one. You know, luckily I had the option of two. You know, so I didn't have to. You know, didn't have to buy multiple ones with uh, different, different sizings. Great. <sighs> Don't know. Anyway, the feet are highly detailed to look and feel, just like real feet. Oh God. Uh, Game of Thrones sex toy la- launches. I think with uh, the Drudong. Yeah, I think we might have covered that. Um, what do I think about them? Uh, I think they're pretty cool. Um, not really my cup of tea. But I'm glad they exist. This is like, uh, the um, the segment in which I'm the draft title, the working title is "Unfuckable White People Do the Darndest Things." Uh, the other sort of working title for it was "I'm Glad We Live in a Society Where This Sort of Thing Is Allowed." However, please leave me alone. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, neither of which are catchy. Uh, so any suggestions for that, please do let me know. Just put it in the comments on Facebook or the YouTube. Or send it in to me as listener mail. Anyway, back to uh, Big Shawnee's email. Uh, he says, PS, snip, uh, snips, attack, injuries or healings. Oh, yeah, he got into a tear-up with snips. Got, got a bit injured, had to go to hospital. Um, and the random special was balls out. Good, thanks, mate. Maybe do a monthly label-based uh, special, uh, i.e. L'Hopital. Uh, tree players, whatever works. Yeah, it's a good idea. I mean, <laughs> other labels, obvious choices, Renegade Hardware. Um, and, uh, oh, God, I mean, I mean, Breakbeat Chaos is uh, is another real favourite of mine. I know it divides opinion. I mean, really, it's just, just a lot of good fresh tunes. Pendulum. I mean, yeah, there's all sorts of potential, really. Um let us know your thoughts on on that, guys. Join the Discord. There's a link in the face in the YouTube, and there's a link on the website. Leave your thoughts there. Tag me at High Ranking in it, uh, because the Discord actually moves quite fast these days. And I have found that if I try and keep up with it all, it costs me about three hours of work, three working hours a day. Uh, so that's not always possible. Um, thanks for listening today, guys. Uh, as I said, uh, not live because down in Brighton, 
earning that sweet, sweet moolah to pay for the app. Talking of the app, it's going to be another five weeks. And if you would like to help me help contribute to the cost of the app and therefore get your name in it uh, on the founders list with a special thank you, saying thank you to you for making the app possible. Uh, without it, uh, it would not be possible and I wouldn't bother um, because I'm going to make it for myself and only me be a bit weird wouldn't it um and if you wanted so join up on our patreon i say our i mean my uh patreon page uh, you can find it if you get a threshold.fm and go to donate or if you're listening on the podcast there will be a link in the podcast description or if you're on youtube there's a link in the youtube description if you're listening on facebook then just go to threshold.fm and you'll see a bit that says donate and it will give you all the information you need and you get your name read out at the end of every show you get five pounds a month to spend on merch uh, you can save that up, buy a t-shirt, whatever you fancy, you get stickers sent you. Anyway, you get your name in the app. And you get uh, you basically get my eternal, unwavering love as well. And you will help me do this show every day. And you will help me produce better stuff for it. More, more video clips, more, you know, funny things. Uh, and eventually, I mean, my, my total dream is, is basically an hour-long bloody sketch show and music show every fucking day it can be done it can be done but uh, these things need a budget they need time they need people to work on i mean at the moment we are halfway there we were trying to get to 1500 a month for me to take on an additional member of staff to help me out with everything that would be fucking amazing we're about halfway there a little over halfway there but we can do it um i think that there is value in it i think it will be uh, a great thing. I don't want to get really want to get ads on. Just I'd rather not do it with ads. Like I think most people would rather not listen to stuff with ads. And you know, if you if people want to, you know, chip in a couple of quid for that for that very fact, you know, ten dollars a month. That's less than two pints. Basically, there's no nowhere apart from a Weatherspoons you could get two pints. For what's that? Seven quid. Um, so yeah. Anyway, go to threshold.fm. Uh, go to donate and join the ranks of Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, non- Jesus, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Musson, Squidgy Beats, Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Gazitsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lillian Sub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Joe Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hando Bartende. Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, Justin Mercer, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphreys, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Eltham, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Psytrance is actually superior to drum and bass, Nicholas Lawsey, Damon Rainer, Chris Bates, The Bill, Chris Bartholson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller D, Daniel Genby, Flaxes, Alexander Cassidy, Matt, da- uh, Matt Wright, Dylan Laws, Grant Sullivan, Not That, Tom Robinson, subscribe on YouTube, Greg Comfort, Grace Sellers, Dab Smasher, Connor Smith, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, the German trance overlord of DMB. Ranky makes uplifting vocal sidetrance under the alias Cosmic Waft. Keep you cool, tall in the motor pool, but don't let your meat loaf. And Nick Brock, thank you so much for your contributions. You are a fucking bunch of amazing lobsters. Right, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. More for live coffee and memes. Live um, jizz, jazz, piz, paz, um, pompous pritter prattle. It'll all be there. Um, you know, be be there or don't. That's up to you. It's a free liberal democracy, and I don't want to force anyone to do anything, particularly stuff they don't want to. God bless you all. I love you. I will see you tomorrow. Goodbye.